0: Hello, and welcome to the 5am Filmcast, a podcast created by a group of friends that stayed up till 5am for the hell of it, and now we decided to review movies for the hell of it. I'm your host, Gabriel Oliver, and today I'm joined by my fellow co-hosts.
1: Yo, it's you. Yo,
2: right, it's right. Poppin', it's Manit. <laughs> okay. Follow my Instagram at <laughs> John Quinonia's fan account, 72.
0: No, that's... okay.
2: No, that's my Instagram, please follow it. Alright, my bad, my bad. <laughs> Alright, it's Nick. sucks.
0: Alright, that's the cast, and today we're going to be reviewing Baby Driver, a 2017 film by Edgar Wright. Baby, a a music-loving orphan, also happens to be the prodigiously talented go-to getaway driver for heist mastermind Doc. With the perfect soundtrack picked out for each and every job, Baby ensures Doc's violent bank-robbing cronies including Buddy, Bats, and Dong, get in That's and out a lot of, of Dodge, shut up before it's too late. He's not in for oh my... it for the long haul, though, hoping to know one last job before riding off into the sunset with beautiful diner waitress Deborah. Easier mm-hmm. said than done. All right, so what did you dickheads think of the movie overall?
2: I really enjoyed it. I feel like a lot of action movies in general aren't don't have that much depth and are kind of basic in their plot but this had some developments that kept it interesting for me
1: yeah yeah, yeah. i know sure. what you're saying i know what you're saying like i know like mm-hmm. i like how um i really like how they did it
2: yeah <laughs> dude that's like <laughs> perfect all right podcast over episode two
1: <laughs> he's not wrong
0: that was it was solid all right nick what did you think baby good very nice movie film yeah I, I, mm-hmm. I for, for the whole, I think we all agree that it is seriously like well done. Not only is it well done, but it is the epitome of uh, bank robbing heist with s- badass music soundtrack. Like that's the okay. That's, it's not the exactly. whole exactly, but, but I mean, it's We'll like, have to debate that later. That's we're going to. Oh, I know what
2: you're going to say. I know. What okay. You're okay. Gonna <laughs> <say> <laughs> <oceans>? <laughs> Are you going to say oceans? Are you going to say ocean? Okay. Actually, let's uh, we'll talk about let's keep back on track. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah,
0: yeah. as an overview, I thought it was amazing. You were. You probably, as an audience member, you probably won't be bored while watching this. I think it definitely mm-hmm. holds exactly. up all the way through. There's not there's not one moment that I pinpointed where I was like, oh, it's kind of a lull, right? It, kept, it used every minute it needed, and it just kept on going. Yeah. Um, so with that, we can just go straight into spoilers or talk about the plot or whatever. All right, is there anything you guys want to talk about, like, right out of the gate? Um,
2: I just think the idea of it was very creative with um, the hearing prop that... <laughs> he had I forgot the name of it
0: uh, but tinnitus.
2: just tinnitus yeah the way they played around it and then like involved the music with all of it made it really interesting to me
0: yeah I I love the way that they made a plot device also something that they could play with using music and using visuals
3: mm-hmm.
0: one thing I really I, I just really want to talk about already is like um, visual symbolism and motifs that I saw like I don't know if you guys noticed, but at the no, not only at the beginning of the film, right, um, but throughout the film, baby always used a red car, a very bright red car. And then it wasn't until the very end—I forgot where—but like he decided to take the blue car with Deborah. Like the moment he got in a car with no, no, it wasn't with Deborah. Sorry, but when they're right when he comes well, out, out of the caretaker. mall... Oh, with his caretaker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. Sorry when he's you know how he's in the mall right and he takes the screwdriver and he like oh, yeah. he's all slick and shit and then he breaks into yeah. the car i what i loved is that obviously that moment is the pinnacle of the movie right everything around baby is breaking down and he has to quite literally face the music and it shows the transition from his him using the red car with the crew all the time and when he finally takes the blue car he's alone for the first time like on a heist machine. and i thought that was really impressive to note because it was for me i don't know about you guys but for me it was very in your face that he's always taking the red card he's always taking the red card and then it's blue all of a sudden
2: so what do you think that means so because for me when you first said that i thought they switched colors to represent the mood because at the end it was him more so having to turn himself in and everything right but at the end of what you're saying now that i'm thinking about it it could be him setting himself free from the life of robbing bases yeah i
0: I think roughly that's what it is because red the whole time it's uh just red if you look at it all the symbolism it's symbolizing passion fire aggressiveness a lot of (laughs) yeah yeah bats like bats um how do i say this bats embody that he embodied fury and rage and a lot of like high energy but then when you take in that blue color um it's the transition to that stage of I'm settling down with life. I'm facing the music. It's a very cool tone. And what another thing I noticed was at the very end in the garage scene, right, when uh, Buddy comes back, mm-hmm. the lighting is also very strong. Like, Buddy, he has the police car, the lights on, and it's, like, glaring. Oh, the glare of yeah, the, 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 the siren The red, red. The red glare is right on Buddy's face as, like, he's showing down. Like, like you know that how they had that showdown scene with Buddy yeah, 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 and yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Baby in the car? Buddy's face was lit red. Baby's face was... You couldn't see it, but there's a small hint of blue in his eyes, but not necessarily all across his face. And I think that's just another way that it, like, reinforced that red versus blue motif.
3: Mm Mm-hmm.
2: You know, (laughs) something... Something interesting for me was that Deborah, the waitress, she was really chill with everything that was going on with Baby, with, you know, uh, killing people and being uh, a getaway driver and stuff. Mm -hmm. I thought... It'd be more like, oh, holy shit, I'm dating a getaway driver. I don't know if I want to do this. But instead, she's like, yeah, I'm killing two. Let's go.
0: Yeah, right. It was very fast. Um, mm-hmm. And I kind of want to see if there's a relation between that and him saying at the very end, this life is not meant for you. Where maybe she's like, she wants to try and get in that life and she's not naturally born into it. But baby's mm-hmm. like, no, this is not you. Because, like, we know Baby's backstory is that he was thrown into it. Not thrown into it, but he sought that out naturally after his parents' death and just became a criminal. And so, I don't know. I thought I th- I think you brought up something pretty cool there. Do you guys notice anything about the sunglasses motif? I
1: feel like there's, um, there's something there.
2: He wasn't wearing it at the end, was he? No. Mm-hmm.
1: I think okay. Well, I mean, sunglasses. You know, you can't tell where where somebody's looking, so they're kind of definitely guarded, mm-hmm. private. Yeah. Um, and then I, I'm pretty sure, as time goes on, he learns to open up more to Deborah. So I guess. I, yeah, also he never wears his sunglasses when he's talking to Deborah. I think.
2: Pretty Ooh. sure. He yeah. Yeah. You're right. You're he's right.
1: Yeah. So it's kind of. I think. I think a lot of the whole idea of it is like kind of emotional distance um because um related to his job because you know he has to see all these things that he disagrees with um but he has to keep it separate like putting a because like yeah like a barrier because he also like i think in the scene where jd um in the scene where jd and bats and eddie go and rob uh, the armored car Mm -hmm. the song is actually singing the lyrics go something about like a man with can't can't sympathize um and then something about putting distance
3: oh i didn't notice that yeah yeah and he and he drives a bit ahead so he wouldn't see so yeah so so he
0: wouldn't see what's going
1: on that i noticed but i didn't notice the lyrics part of that so yeah i feel like um especially because that's just like a big thing because like the i guess like one of the most important like conflicts of the story is that he does disagree with what killing his job is basically Mm -hmm. so
2: (laughs) But he's stuck in it. He but, can't yeah, get but
1: out. He can't get out.
0: Yeah, what I noticed very interestingly was he either has glasses on or he doesn't, right? That's what we've seen throughout this whole th- film. But the one time mm. we don't see that is when he makes the... Oh, it was beautiful. When he... Right before he makes the decision to kill Bats, Bats punches him in the face with the shotgun. Oh, and, it, and his glasses right. break in half. He's he, He's both... Himself and he both has the barrier up and I think that's him breaking down the barrier Rather than just simply taking off the glasses. I think it was really cool how th- His first kill is about to go down He's deciding to break down the barrier and cut all the bullshit and he's gonna do what Ooh. his heart wants I thought this was, <laughs> really was kind cool of hard man. It. I know right? I, I didn't <laughs> even notice that but like thinking about the glasses that brought it
2: up I just
1: thought Yeah,
2: go ahead. Go
1: ahead. Yet. No, you go ahead. <laughs>
2: No, you, nah, nah, you go ahead.
1: No, you go ahead.
2: Okay, so <laughs> I just thought some of the shifts in character were interesting. Not necessarily, like, they didn't necessarily make a whole lot of sense. But like when, um, who's the boss guy? Doc. Doc. Doc, yeah. He decided to defend him at the end and protect okay. him. But he seems like he was only using baby for his benefit the whole time. Yeah. And all of a sudden, he has this rapid change of heart at the very end.
0: I think it might be the whole love thing, but yeah, it's kind of hard to just <laughs> give
2: it the excuse of like,
0: oh, he sees them, they're in love, he's a changed mm-hmm. person now. His like his character arc went like, like that. It was fast.
2: Mm-hmm. It was like, nah, get the hell out of my face. And he was like, oh, you're smashing, bro. I got you. No, man. Baby and Doc
3: are the team. Nothing's more important than their friendship.
2: <laughs> Monsters Inc. Yeah, I, I was like,
0: why did Doc pull that Doc was like, Don't pull that Monsters Inc. line on me, cut the bullshit. I'm like, What where did Monsters Inc. come from? Why does he know about it?
2: Was, it? It? it was such an intense scene, dude. dude yeah, all it, was, it was so
0: intense and then Doc was like, Ah Monsters
3: Inc., yeah, cut it cut it out. It was such like an Iron Man moment. Can we talk mm-hmm. about the dialogue in the film? I mean, for for, for a serious subject, a film with serious subject and serious actions, it's actually got a very humorous and very slick <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was, dialogue, it was, you know?
0: Yeah, if I can yeah.
3: describe, like,
0: j- just Baby, just Baby himself, much more everything else outside of him, he's very slick for someone who doesn't talk a lot. And you're right, Nick, the dialogue yeah. is is very cool, it's very collected, and it has a lot of humor to it. Not a lot, but it has, like, a lot of underlying humor that you don't expect
1: there. I think him not talking is important. Like I feel like the more you talk the less slick you become, you know? Mm-hmm. Then we're on the slick meter. I mean, who is it? He said
0: brevity is the soul of wit.
1: The thing is what's interesting is that, you know, people don't talk like that in real life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 Right. yeah. Baby I wish like, people hey, did my name's Baby. But if people did speak B-A-B-Y. like that, you know, that'd be pretty cool. Um, but they don't people don't talk like that. It's-
3: which is a damn shame.
1: But I can think of a different movie, but we'll talk about that later.
3: Yeah, we will. We definitely will get to we that. Definitely we definitely will to get, get to, to
1: that. that. Um, but yeah. So yeah. I think also it's like, it's a yeah, the whole idea of like him being stuck in a situation that he can't get out of, especially crime. I, mean, I feel like it's like a very interesting, compelling way to to talk about how um, some people get into crime, you know, and being a criminal. Like sometimes yeah. it's like, Desperation and like pressure, and a lot of the time, or I don't know, I can't really say about you know, generally, but sometimes there are, there's like no other way to go for those people, so it kind of sucks,
2: you Mm know. It's just whenever someone does something, there's a reason, right? Yeah, and obviously, there's a reason when someone commits a crime, does something bad, and I feel like when we look at it, obviously, I'm not condoning it at all, but. When you look at it from a very outside perspective neighbor's window right yeah, um,
0: nice.
2: it's you just see it as black and white but the more you think about it and the more you try to understand their position and their reasoning for it the more it gets so confusing on the moral spectrum of it.
0: Uh, you know how the whole time we were like, why the hell is everyone up in Baby's face? He's literally saying nothing. Like, he's not a problem. But we, yeah. but we, saw, we see, like, I, f- I forgot who that guy is, but the guy who plays the Punisher, right? At the very beginning of the movie, he gets right up in Baby's face. And then we see Bats get up in Baby's face. And then we see um, Buddy get up in Baby's face. But what I'm starting mm-hmm. to realize now is that this whole film, right? Uh, one of the themes is Baby has to face the music. Right. He can't keep running away from all his problems. But then I I was thinking about it. I was like, why is everyone so aggressive towards Baby? And then I was like, maybe it's something they're like, um, maybe it's they're projecting something. Maybe Baby represents someone who's settled, mentally settled down in his life and is collected and knows what he's doing. But everyone else in the room is very, we know that their lives are very fast paced. They want the violence. They -hmm. want all that energy. And they're, yeah, they're, they're not fri- stable. Yeah, they're, they're not stable. And Baby represents stability to a degree, obviously. He's unstable. Right, right, right. right but right. to a degree in relative to them, that's something they don't want to face. They don't want to face, I want to sit down, it, I yeah, want to be it, ag- it
1: aggravates them, yeah, it aggravates them. I think that's just it's really
0: interesting of, how it's just underlying.
2: It's, it's almost like um, a roaring silence, you know? Like,
0: yeah. Have you yeah. ever, yeah,
2: like a loud silence because... People don't like things that are unnatural; they don't like things that when something is in an environment and it doesn't belong there you naturally yeah people, feel an awkward way about it. People hate right? what they don't understand, so
1: yeah, I think that's actually a good way to to talk to think about like the what, what the reason why those characters just like don't don't like seemingly <laughs> don't like maybe out of no out of nowhere oh dude,
0: there was so much foreshadowing in this like. Holy shit. Yeah. Well, I mean, at least that I noticed because since it was my second time watching the first time, I didn't really remember much because I was on a plane Mm -hmm. and I was kind of loopy. But looking back on it now, I kind of as the movie progressed, I was like, wait, this happened later on in the film because Bats says a line where like, um, I don't know. Someone says a retort to Bats where it's like, does every job you go on end up with someone dying? And then then Bats is like, I don't know, stick with me to find out. And then Bat's job, his, his job ends with him dying. Like, every single time he goes out, someone dies, right? He always has it's to shoot, amazing, shoot someone. He, he shoots the guy at the gas station. But another sign of foreshadowing that I noticed was um, Buddy coming up to Baby in the, whatever it was, the plot room or whatever. Um, mm. And he sat down, he's like, hey, what music you listening to? And he listens to it and they're like jamming out together, right?
3: Mm-hmm.
0: that scene it's almost like perfectly parallel to the scene in the diner later when buddy just had um his wife killed and he's listening to the song with baby and then he's like um i don't know it's just the way he was sitting there so threatening but it's also weird how like just an hour ago they were like friends they were jamming to the same song and then like probably not an hour and then the next day, they're sitting at the counter, like, ready to make death threats towards one another with so much tension in between them. I thought it was awesome.
3: Mm-hmm. I mean, if you want to talk about foreshadowing, it's not really foreshadowing, but, like, babies received warnings multiple times, like, from his from uh, from his, from his foster dad, right? From mm-hmm. Matt, yeah. who, who I think says if you catch feeling, you're going to catch a bullet. Oh, Stuff like well, you know. yeah. It's all throughout it's the just film.
2: you can't blame him though because he didn't have a way out of it he tried and yeah. and it goes back to that moral thing he literally did not have a choice he would die most likely people he care about would die he can't do anything
0: what do you guys think was the importance of baby losing his hearing at the end
1: hmm. hearing at the end
0: yeah like, don't you think it's ironic that once he finally learns to face the music, he can't hear the music? Oh, wow.
2: The deafening silence. I don't know. Definitely. Um, I definitely thought there was some sort of meaning behind it as soon as Buddy did it.
0: Yeah, because I heard your
1: reaction. You were really shocked.
2: You were mm-hmm. like, oh,
0: shit, bro. I mean, well, I don't okay, know. So music was like a
1: big part of it. Music was like a big piece, like really into music, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um he plays it for he plays it for entertainment um he um maybe it's him like, he does it to ma- oh i know go. okay so, yeah. so 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 uh, this is not like 100 percent, but i mean a lot of the music he plays especially during heist is kind of just like to lighten the mood and again to kind of put a kind of emotional distance between you know the acts that he was yeah. doing Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, the wrong, st- the wrong things that he was doing. And also to kind of put a distance between the ringing in his ears. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but now that he's done with the life, he doesn't need to do that anymore. Because he's not doing those things. So he doesn't need to, you know, listen mm-hmm. to music anymore.
3: And he can't run away anymore. He can't hide behind oh. music. He and, yeah, and he can't hide behind music. Yeah, it's
2: and also, cool. oh, but at the
1: same time, his hearing, his ringing, the ringing in his ears is
2: gone. Yeah, is I bothered even, by it. Even, I think so. He, it, it was really interesting to me because he talked about how his foster foster dad, I guess, um he would put his hand next to the vibrations to kind of hear it out, right? Yeah. And then you see you see baby do that at the end
1: Oh, when yeah. right before he
2: gets arrested, right? Uh, I just found that pretty interesting.
0: Yeah, one thing oh that I immediately loved one thing that I loved was that, like, they're they're on the highway, right, uh, riding away at the very end, and then what I loved was that we finally get a see a shot of him, because we always see him turning on the car, we always see him turning on the car, break into the car, turn it on, but they finally show us him turning it off right as his journey is at its end, right, as his yeah. racing journey is at its end. That was awesome. It was very, like, in your face, but... What I loved was him taking out the key and I noticed just just notice the setting here of where his racing and cr- crime days ended. It was on a bridge over a river. Yeah, there's a lot you can look into there, but what I loved was that he takes the keys out and he throws it into the river and it's your classic English for honors teacher saying the river symbolizes change, it symbolizes washing over and I thought that was just really cool. It's like, for once, English helped me in my, well, not my once, but it's like, know, yeah, it's like, holy crap. That's awesome. You see, the, he throws the keys into the river, says goodbye to it, and it symbolizes him washing over his crime life and accepting the music. It was awesome. Mm-hmm.
3: That reminds me of one, that one episode of the Cowboy Bebop where the guy just throws, <laughs> look, I know, all right, fine. no 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 it's a good
2: show
3: it's a good show wait so um yeah so he so basically he has his watch which is belong belongs to his old love Mm -hmm. and after like years he goes back to his old love and finds out what happened and what happens is people change basically and so in the end he throws that watch into the river and he walks away You know, it's like a... It does seem like a... Because I I didn't think about it before, but now Gabe mentions it. It does seem like a common thing. I'm telling
0: telling you, bro, the English teachers, they were right all along.
3: (laughs) What did you guys think of the acting of the cast?
0: I thought it was fun. It was pretty good
2: overall. Yeah. um, I just say you have to kind of embrace the whole... Not necessarily wackiness, but the whole over-exaggeration of it, right? It's really pumped up, really... Mm -hmm. Hyper. So if you can kind of understand that that's the point of it, then you'll really enjoy it.
0: It's definitely one of those things where right off the, the bat they set the tone of the movie, and you need to get into that mental tone. Otherwise, it's not gonna really
2: hit it for you. Yeah. Suspension of disbelief. Yeah. Sus-
0: wow, dude, we're hitting <laughs> all the lit devices.
2: That's why I gotta see an A.P. lit. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> but yeah, as Bats,
2: Bat's best character.
0: Oh yeah, Bat. was really good. Jamie Foxx was amazing. I'm, I'm just kind of sad we didn't get more of that Punisher guy, but, you know, uh, what I liked was he's like, if you guys don't see him again, it means I'm dead. And then we didn't see him again. So I was like, oh, shit, he's dead, huh? <laughs> um, but yeah, two is right. It's a, it's a shame that um, Kevin Spacey turned out to be a degenerate pedophile because his acting was really good in this movie but there's there's some lines in there that just oh, today that not,
1: it does not
0: hold up. Did not
1: ageable. Well. <laughs> Look, I can't I can I can't be I can't, I can't legally be seen in
2: there. But you can. take my nephew.
0: I can't be legally seen in that post office, but you can. Also, take my nephew, a child in the back seat. It's like, "Why do you have
3: your child in the back seat?" It's like, "Okay." And then the what was it? Um, what else did he say?
1: there's this
0: scene where like bats is like why don't you baby why don't you tell us like the plan since you're not listening and then he t- tells the whole plan and then kevin spacey's like that's my oh, baby that's my baby yeah that... <laughs> it's like,
3: oh, okay um
0: how different do you guys think this movie is from other movies because it's very different
2: honestly it is that's what i was saying at the beginning because when i watch a lot of action heist movies even if they're well executed they all kind of blend in together for me but because yeah. this had those aspects and those interesting subplots of like oh baby's stuck in this he doesn't want to kill he's trying to avoid that right they added more depth to it and they differentiated it from other movies
0: i think just i think the reason why it stands out so much like that like you're right when i i didn't even think about that too much but when you delve into this whole like genre of movies they all kind of blend in but the reason why Baby Driver for me at least right now is so iconic is pretty simply put the soundtrack the way they used modern day music rather mm-hmm. than just like an orchestral score and don't get me wrong orchestral scores are awesome I love Hans Zimmer but I love the application here it's it was a very it had a very big potential to hit to miss but it hit so well and on point
2: mm-hmm I can't even imagine all the editing, all the planning it took to line everything up with music.
0: Not only that, but, like, all of this seems practical effects, which is amazing. I mean, Mm -hmm. granted, there's not a lot of, like, explosions and stuff. The only thing I think was CGI was the very last cop car that uh, Buddy fell off of and exploded. But other than that, like, the cars and the car scene chases, like, holy crap, that's awesome.
1: Hey, but if you really want to talk about like a cool soundtrack and a slick movie and about a bank and about a heist, you, you. You, gotta talk about oceans. you gotta talk about oceans 11 through 13, man. You gotta actually, talk I about think, oceans those are I think, 13, I think those are 12 and
0: 13 are on Netflix. I don't know if 11 are is are
1: on Netflix. They if, are on Netflix. If 11
0: is on Netflix, we could actually watch that one day for this podcast.
1: Ooh-hoo. 11 is really good.
0: Uh, allusions to certain mm-hmm. allegories. there let's see is, uh is there anything else you guys would right.
1: I think Unloadable? like um I think bats on the nose is bat shit crazy yeah 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 yeah, yeah. I, I don't think there was much <laughs> much <laughs> kind of subtleties there
2: um it's got yeah it's sometimes it felt like he was being crazy just to be crazy and not like he was actually crazy you know felt, isn't felt that like he was crazy acting. yeah, yeah that could that be crazy. i
1: mean who he did crazier? mention he was mentally deranged who's crazier mean, the right? crazy guy or the guy who acts crazy purposefully no, the guy who I mean, he's
2: not crazy i would say the crazy guy because the guy who acts crazy isn't crazy. He's just acting crazy. That's but you bats. gotta
3: be crazy to act like that. No, who that. who said that? Who said that? Yeah.
2: <laughs> bats.
3: <laughs> but you do kind of understand like his 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 mentality, no? Like, you yeah, know he's how just he says, really like, angry.
1: Like he's just like, angry. Yeah, right?
3: like like he's like buddy and darling is on this for they taking this as a trip. They think it's fun, but he is he he does this. This is his thing. And he's going all out every single time.
1: Oh, true. I guess, yeah. I mean, it's, I like, mean, I, it's not. It doesn't really seem to be like because like they're doing it because it's a trip. But I mean, why do you think he's doing it? It's not because he supporting. Do you think he's doing it because he's supporting somebody? Nah, he's doing it because
3: okay. How how do we say okay? Yeah, it's like he said. He says, "Buddy and Darling is doing is robbing to support the drug habit, and he's doing drugs to support the, his robbing habit." And he robbed. So that's his robbed. life. That's his he life. Okay. To rob. He robs to rob. they robbed. They rob for money. Yeah. He robbed to rob. So I mean, like,
0: every time he he's at a bank robbery, he does always say, "That's our money. They stole it from us." So I think he kind of has this like Robin Hood
1: complex there, where it's like yeah, and he did, big yeah, government and he didn't type like, of thing. Yeah, and he didn't like Buddy for being a Wall Street guy. Yeah. Like, he, oh, you're like, like, more than I am.
0: Oh, I didn't. Oh, I didn't make that connection until now.
1: So maybe like um so maybe he's like he does kind of have like an a vendetta. I bet you maybe something like he experienced like hard financial times and just turned to robbery and crime to, yeah. to make up for it.
2: And he found the adrenaline adrenaline in it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I, I do think one of the more spontaneous things of this movie that they could have built in more was probably Doc's character. Because I, yeah. I thought he would be a way bigger part of this movie than uh, he was. But he's really just kind of sprinkled throughout. And then at the very end, he's like, boom, I'm going to get you guys out of this. Oh, boom, I'm dead.
2: Because <laughs> hey. yeah. it was really like, he did not give a fuck about a Baby before. Mm-hmm. He's saying, I'm going to break your legs. So I'm going to kill your family, all that. And at the end, he's like, oh, for the power of love, bro. Pop.
3: I kind of I, I get his character. Because, you know, also, he's got a good sense of humor, you know? True. Like the bananas yeah. thing and everything. And, mm-hmm. and, bananas. You know, you can tell he's a sensible man. You know, he's not like absolute monster. He's, he's a sensible man. He does things to, you know, it's sensible. So in the end, like, in the end, it's like there's nothing left for them to lose anymore. So why but the heck not?
1: I actually think, I think he it was like, it was like, a, I think he because it's like he was threatening baby um so obviously because baby was like the best driver yeah but i think in a way he was kind of attached to him because he did say like oh i caught him boosting when my car when i was like when he was a kid and i was just so that's another one that's another. Oh part. yeah, he said that he was he Was I was blinded another... by, <laughs> by the balls on that kid. Um, but but, but was, like so, yeah, that was so He bad. raised them. He basically raised them um, into this thing. So it's kind of like like a father kind of feeling fatherhood. It's so true, yeah, it's probably okay. why it's probably why. Okay, sure. Sure, he threatened to break his knees. Um, but like it kind of makes sense if you think of it like um doc is kind of like an abusive a little bit of an abusive but like kind of a father character okay i can see that as to why he would sacrifice in the end like fuck it and like sacrifice his life for for um baby
0: um i don't know what else is there to talk about that was pretty well rounded
1: okay Um,
2: oceans you want to talk about oceans?
3: (laughs) (laughs) i
1: haven't watched the movie You haven't watched Oceans? I
2: I watched one of them one time, and I don't remember much.
0: Dude, they're so good. I don't think I've seen any of the Oceans movies. I don't even... Yeah, I don't even know... Like, like I haven't seen clips on it on YouTube or, like, just throughout my life. I haven't seen, like... That's good. Spoilers, I guess. I think that's That's good. That's pretty good, because a lot of things... I see, like, a lot of, like, Back to the Future... Like, movies that I've never... I wasn't even born for. Like, I've seen those somehow.
3: Well, no, yeah, you know, I think for okay. Well, boom, about the movie, right? So you, you we're talking about the soundtrack in Oceans and Baby Driver. Yeah, and I want to say, you know, the Oceans pretty sick, but Baby Driver is on a kind of a different level. If you get what I'm saying.
1: Well, yeah, because they match the stuff in, yeah, the, like, in the actual movie yeah, to the like movie. even like I feel like the, the...
2: windshield wipers, the doors, everything. With it's... with a lot of movies, the music is to support what's going on in the movie but in Baby Driver the music was a movie the music yeah. was a movie I yeah. mean if, music if you could put movie. it like
0: this yeah like the soundtrack in Baby Driver was intentionally meant to drive the film itself yeah well as you said in other movies they're meant as a support
2: because imagine this movie without music it wouldn't make any comprehensive yeah, sense yeah
0: it's like that's they're symbiotic the film and the soundtrack here
2: hmm
1: I think, like, I think, though, like, if we want to talk slick, I think the music of Oceans is, 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 is like, because it's like a jazz thing. It's like a, it's like classy. It's,
3: yeah, it's like, it, it, it it, it elevates the whole mood. But the point of Baby is that, is that, yeah, yeah, it's like Manisha's music
1: is, is, Is Yeah.
3: yeah.
0: I'm trying to think about the choice of music. Obviously, the choice of music was very, it was very, as you said, say on the nose, like B-A-B-Y Baby. That song was on there. Um, Deborah, they sang that one. Oh, one interesting thing. It's a very minute detail, but uh, when after Baby meets Deborah for the first time, she tells her the name of the song, which is Baby. He goes to the store to buy the soundtrack, to buy the record. And the uh, the color of the record, I noticed, was green and yellow. And it hard cuts to him at at his apartment with his uh, uh, foster dad, and then the whole apartment is green walls with the yellow uh, tapestry and like what was it drapes? And I was like, why mm-hmm. why is that important? Oh, nice. I I don't know why, but it was just a cool little detail. It was cool.
2: What was his real name? Baby's real name? Miles. Miles. Oh, mm-hmm. miles, oh my yeah, gosh. Obviously. Miles
1: it's, per hour. Miles. Oh. Did you just Sonic, make that connection now? <laughs> bro.
0: His real name was Sonic. <laughs> Baby, I can't believe no, this, I'm saying... all this time your name was Sonic. Wait, what?
2: <laughs> no, in, in Sonic, Tails' name is Miles per hour. Miles per hour. Are yeah. you kidding me? No, I'm serious. Tails' name wait, is Miles wait, per hour.
1: Wait, wait, you're telling me that. Wait. Wait. Bats? Bats? wears red, and he's black, what? this is shadow the hedgehog, <laughs> <laughs> and he's no. empty too, and he's Etsy. bro
2: this is basically sonic, because <laughs> this,
1: is, this is sonic, is <laughs> sonic bro,
2: dude you don't remember dude. when they pulled the bank heist,
1: bro they literally beat him and then got money from him, this is like, this is sonic,
2: dog is eggman,
1: dog, 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 Oh,
2: oh, <laughs> doctor, doctor, robot. <laughs> <laughs> doctor okay, I'm sure so, I'm at it's actually over now. We can't top this.
0: Well, is that it? Do you guys have anything else to add? I oh. want
3: to, I want to, I want to mention that yeah, in one of baby's cassettes, one of it is called Super Sonic. I just want to say that.
0: <laughs> oh my, it's over. It's over. This is it. This is it. Dude, baby mm-hmm. driver is Sonic confirmed. It's, you don't
2: remember when Eggman got shot trying to save Sonic?
0: <laughs> Alright, with that we can reach our final review. What do you, each of you guys think about the mo- movie? Give a short review and give
1: it out of a hundred.
2: Okay, um, who's going for it? Teo? Uh I think Um
1: You know, I, I think it was a pretty good uh, pretty good uh, pretty good movie. Pretty good. I'd give it like a out of a hundred? i give it like an 80,
2: 85. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, I thought it was great too. If you're looking for an action heist movie, this, I would definitely suggest it because it differentiates itself. Uh, I'd give it an 86, I think.
3: 86,
0: okay. Mm-hmm.
3: I'd give it an 86 because that's what Sonic the Hedgehog got from what? Game of King's <laughs>
2: That's All pretty right. low. <laughs> 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 yeah, I thought
0: I thought the film was awesome. It um there's nothing that I could really find that was problematic about it. Uh obviously mm-hmm. Oh no, actually I I do feel like um this might just be me, but from a personal preference, I I do wish it was a bit more actiony in the sense that there were more car scenes and more like explosions and stuff, but that's kind of just my taste. But as a movie, I do think it held up pretty good. I'm going to have to give it um uh it's not 70s worthy, probably low 81. I'll give it an 81. All right, so with all your reviews, we have given Baby Driver an average rating of 84.5 out of 100. So, overall Baby Driver was very fast-paced. It was awesome. I don't think there was a boring moment in that movie. Um and it had a killer ass soundtrack. So, that's pretty much it. Thank you guys for tuning into the f- into the first official episode of the five AM film cast. We hope you guys enjoyed. Be sure to follow our Instagram and Twitter, both of them. John Kenania's fan account. No, huh? both of them at five AM film pod, and we hope to see you guys next episode. Thank you, Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh.